Hey, this is this is hey hey. I just uh, I just want to let you guys know if you're hearing this message, it's because I'm out of town or I had a some sort of uh, computer meltdown or I'm on vacation, so I didn't have a chance to do any housekeeping. I mention any say any thank yous or anything, but I still have an episode for you because I know you rely on me, and I try not to lay down. Or if you're hearing this and there's no episode and there's just my voice, it's gonna end soon. And I'm sorry. So I'm sorry if I uh, haven't said a thank you or returned your email or your tweet or whatever, but I'm either out of town or, you know, I didn't pay my internet bill or, you know, something, so my computer happened. If it was something, an emergency, of course, I would let you guys know to bail me out. So that's not it. So thanks so much for listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Hey, good evening. Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, snuggle up, and press play. The podcast is going to create a safe place where any racing thoughts or worries or whatever keeps you awake at night, you'll be distracted from that and slowly carried off into dreamland. Now that's the goal of the podcast. And that's all the podcast is. It's a podcast to help you fall asleep. And it's got one secret ingredient, and that's progressive boredom, I guess, is what I'd say. We're a little bit silly and a little bit odd, but mainly our stories get a little bit more and more boring as they go along. And that's how you drift off into dreamland. If this is your first time here, welcome. Just give it a shot. See if it works for you. See if it doesn't. You can find us on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. If you have any feedback, you can email us, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can find me on Twitter. I post news stories there, or you can send me some feedback, at Dearest Scooter. If you have time to subscribe in iTunes or leave us a review, that'd be great. And if this podcast works for you, tell a friend or a neighbor. Yeah, if you like the podcast and it works for you, let somebody else know. And thanks so much for listening. Hey, this is this is hey hey. I just uh, I just want to let you guys know if you're hearing this message, it's because I'm out of town or I had a some sort of uh, computer meltdown or I'm on vacation, so I didn't have a chance to do any housekeeping. I mention any say any thank yous or anything, but I still have an episode for you because I know you rely on me, and I try not to lay down. Or if you're hearing this. And there's no episode, and there's just my voice. It's going to end soon, and I'm sorry. So I'm sorry if I uh, haven't said a thank you or returned your email or your tweet or whatever, but I'm either out of town or, you know, I didn't pay my Internet bill or, you know, something. So my computer happened. If it was something, an emergency, of course, I would let you guys know to bail me out. So that's not it. So thanks so much for listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Hey guys, uh, I got a new feature for you here. Maybe, I don't know if this will be a new new feature or just a one-off. Depends if you, if you could send me some feedback. Feedback at sleepingbeepodcast dot com. But this is um, I know some of you may or may not know. Not not an important thing, but uh, uh, I'm always trying to get in. I'm trying to I'm trying to be a screenwriter in my spare time, and I'm always trying to you know break in. You hear all these stories about breaking in. And the romance of breaking in as a writer. Well, it's 
you know, like most things, there's a lot of hard work involved and and not romance. And sometimes I daydream about stuff and sometimes stuff happens and it's been ideas for podcast episodes and this is one of them. So, like, here we go. I'm not even going to change the subject. This one is based on a story. This is a story. May or may not be fictional. Uh, may maybe real, maybe not. But you 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 be the, you be the judge. But this this series is is called. Uh, I'm trying to think of a way to introduce it here. It's called um, Pitching Tim Curry, the new series. Pitching Tim Curry. Bop 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 bop. No, that's Muppets. But Pitching Tim Curry, the new series that's presented by. Sleep With Me Podcast is proud to present Pitching Tim Curry. So this is going to be a, a series or one episode about uh, me pitching movies to Tim Curry, which is, first of all, some of you, maybe a lot of you, might be asking, who's Tim Curry? Now, because of this podcast and copyright stuff, I can't just start playing Tim Curry singing. He's an excellent singer. Or Tim Curry talking. He's an excellent he has a lovely voice. And obviously, it's a podcast, so I can't show you Tim Curry acting. But Tim Curry is one of those actors that I I have, uh, again, I'm, this is not me being sarcastic or witty or anything. I have a love for when Tim Curry comes on screen or when I hear Tim Curry's voice. It's just uh, uh, he's one of those people, kind of like Crispin Glover might be another person. You just love seeing them in movies, or I do. And... And then I miss them. I'm like, man, what is Crispin Glover? Quick Crispin Glover question before we get on to Tim Curry. Does Crispin Glover age? I think if you do some research, you're going to find he does not age. Um, I'm just putting it out there. But not not the reason I love Crispin Glover in movies and miss him and see him. I mean, enjoy seeing him. But just just an aside, I noticed when I saw Hot Tub Time Machine that he was in. I'm like, man, that guy has not aged a day. So what's going on with that? Not not conspiracy theory or anything. But Tim Curry, another person, and, and Tim Curry, it's harder to say has Tim Curry aged. I think he, ha- I think he's aged well and gracefully. Uh, but he, you know, Tim Curry's been working a lot, but he's been working a lot in animation, a lot. And I mean, when I say a lot, I'm, I mean a lot. I mean this guy. He's got that wonderful Tim Curry voice. I don't watch a lot of animation TV shows, but I'm going to start because of Tim Curry. I'm going to start. I'm going to get onto the um, Star Wars, Clone Wars train. Or I guess they wouldn't have train because it's Star Wars. They'd have like a shuttle, probably, or spaceship train. But because he has multiple roles in the Clone Wars series. But Tim Curry, okay, I'm going on and on about Tim Curry and Crispin Glover. We're not going to get into Crispin Glover because we can't. I got to stay focused here. But Tim Curry, you you might know him. A, a lot of you, depending on your age, depending on what you like, you could be thinking anything when I say Tim Curry. If you know, you could be thinking Clue. You'd be thinking Rocky Horror Picture Show. You'd be thinking The Worst Witch. Any of those are big Tim Curry roles. You could be thinking Charlie's Angels. You could be thinking any of his career, great uh, villain, two villains that stick out to me, Legend, the uh, fantasy movie, and Annie. I mean, come on, Annie. I mean, 
that you might even be like, oh, wait a second, that was Tim Curry. It's what I hope you're saying. If you if you weren't like Tim Curry, Annie, be like, oh, wait, he was that. He was like that guy. Hey, yeah, hey, dame, blah, 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 blah. And anytime you get Tim Curry acting and singing, you get, it's like a, it's not a grand slam because he's only doing two two things, but well, he's talking, so that's three. Acting, talking. I mean, because Tim Curry, it's a bonus when he's acting, he's talking. But well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting carried away, I guess. So let me take a break. I'm getting a little, a little Tim Curry fever. But uh, that's all I can. So hopefully you know who Tim Curry is at this point. If you don't. You're in bed, so you don't really just imagine a English actor. I think he's English. I'm not a super fan. I said I love Tim Curry's acting. I'm not. I don't stalk him, so I don't know any. I, I actually, I'm ashamed to say I don't know anything at all about Tim Curry's personal life. I think he's from England, and I'm, I'm gonna pause just to look up a Wikipedia because, and I'm beyond. I'm be honest. We're we're being honest with each other. I'm trying to help you sleep. So I, if I, I could have paused it and been like. Oh, and by the way, he's a Cambridge educated. Uh, okay. Oh, one more thing though, you might there might be some of you that are like Tim Curry spam a lot, bro. Tim Curry, the the from London's West End or from New York's Great White Way Broadway. Okay. So yeah, no, I know Tim. I mean, I said I loved hearing Tim Curry sing, and and just an aside, and I'll post this one. I mean, of all the Tim Curry things. He's done a lot of great things, but, and I might already posted this at some point for another podcast episode a long time ago, but The Worst Witch, I think that's the name of the movie. I think I called it The Littlest Witch the last time I mentioned it, which was probably a podcast episode in the early 10s or 20s. I would have no clue, but I posted, I think I posted this uh, YouTube video from that movie where Tim Curry's singing in this like, he's like, I don't even know. I don't know the plot of the movie. It's about the worst witch, little girl. She's not the worst witch. Spoiler. But Tim Curry is like the, the headmaster of the witch school or something. He sings this Halloween song. And Tim Curry singing, awesome. Tim Curry flying, awesome. But also has all these uh, special effects from whatever year the movie is from, which are awesome. So, worst witch. Okay, I'm going to pause it. I'm going to find out a couple factoids about Tim Curry for you in case there's some of you that are listening that don't know who he is right now. Okay, sorry, I got distracted. Even though you didn't, I was only gone for a second in your world. Because uh, I went, I was like, okay, I'm going to go on Wikipedia, get some factoids. But then I went on Spotify, and there's a, tr- I mean, a trove. I, I, could, I didn't even have time to, because I was having, sometimes I have trouble navigating Spotify, but I'm looking at it as we talk. Holy moly. I'm going to be up late tonight listening to some Tim Curry. I don't know why I didn't think about that before. But, yeah, so there's a trove of I'll, – I'll make. A, I'll try to make a Spotify a playlist. I think I can share that on Twitter maybe so you can check that out. Um, it, and then I went on Wikipedia. There's really – I don't want to dig too long because I wanted to record this show. In, um, but there wasn't any factoids that were readily available other than the – body of work which speaks for itself in, in no uncertain terms a couple of things i did notice i never saw the tv i think it was a miniseries uh, about stephen king's it which tim curry may or may not have been in he's never publicly acknowledged that he was in it so 
And I don't recommend that for people that are having trouble sleeping, even though I know very little about it. I did read Stephen King's – well, never. Let's just not – let's not get distracted. Um, and then there's something else about Tim Curry. Another – oh, he played Bill Sykes in a version of Oliver Twist. I'm not sure – if I saw it or not, but that's kind of interesting. Well, Bill Sykes is different from the dude in Annie, but still not not that different. So just a coincidence, not a coincidence probably. I wonder which came first, but too late now. Okay, so Tim, you're like, man, if well, I guess if you're listening to this, you're not trying to, you know, that's a good thing about this podcast. I guess we have an agreement. I don't have to be in a hurry to get to my point, right? That's what, you, that's what you're here for, my nonsense for some reason. Because it bores you to sleep. You're not really listening to my Tim Curry nonsense. But if you are, if you're that 1% of fan that, excuse me, if you are listening, like my, you're my super fan. And so now, well, I guess, what, whatever. So this story, you're like, dude, I thought you were going to tell us a story. Okay, here's what happened. Why is this called Pitching Tim Curry? I'll tell you why. Because, so... I went down to this um, pitch fest. What a pitch fest is is like this um, thing where you get to pitch your movies to a bunch of people. Some people say it's a scam. Some people say it's a total. It's it's uh it's one of those places that deals in hopes and dreams. They say, oh, you can pitch your movie to a bunch of ideas for like ninety nine bunch of people for you pay us ninety nine bucks, you can pitch your movie. And may, I don't know what if any movie deals come out of this or not, but I found a little. Um, flaw in the system of this one pitch fest. It was called the uh, the Demon Dogs Pitch Fest, and it was a smaller pitch fest. And they had this charity auction. One of the major, um, what are they called? Like talent agent agencies. I don't, I don't know if they still go by talent agencies, talent management. I don't know what they call themselves, but you know the thing that they work for the stars, like Ari Gold in Entourage. I don't think he was a talent. I think they have something more nicer sounding, but whatever. Agents, I guess. They're, maybe they're just agents now. But so this agency had this, like there was a charity auction, and you could bid on items in the charity auction and win it. And needless to say, I didn't cheat at all, but I figured out that my $99 would be better spent in this charity auction than actually going to this pitch fest. And so I entered this charity auction. That was part of the pitch fest, but I didn't actually, you know, California law, interesting stuff. But I I spent my money on getting into this charity auction, and I won. And the prize for this one was this talent agency said, you can meet with one of our agents and pitch on any one of our clients. Um, That was the deal. And it was kind of opaque, is opaque the right word? Like, or too general? I, I also noticed that they were dealing generalities. Like, that was a mistake. Whoever did, maybe the person was fired. I don't know. But you know, that's like really. Oh, you, so we're this big talent agency. Big talent agency, by the way. And you can pitch any of our clients. When I won, uh, you know, they informed me I won, and I said, "Send me the info," because I'm I'm insane, as the, most of you that know. And I'm not a lawyer. I have no legal experience. But I can be a pesterer. I can I can be a troublemaker when it comes to <laughs> misinterpreting legalese. So I read through the whole thing about what I won. And as far as I could tell, 
that a lawyer did not write it. So it said that I had the right to pitch an agent at this agency about one of their clients and pitch their client. It even said in there. Like, so I was like, holy mackerel. And, and okay, reality check. There's some legalese. I, ha- I mean, uh, I have some wiggle room here because I can exploit this um, unfor- unfortunately worded prize. But I'm not going to go in there and say, you know, I want to talk to Angelina or Brad or George Clooney, someone with, that's a one-namer, right? That's not a good idea because there, there's no way. I mean, there's 0% chance of them putting me in a room with Angelina or even letting me. So I was like, man, you know who I'd like to pitch is Tim Curry. I think I got a couple of good ideas for Tim Curry. And uh, blah, 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 I call and I make an appointment. You know, there's a little back and forth, but I'm playing it cool. I'm going to play, just so you know, I play it close to my vest. I'm not, I'm like, all right, let me see what they give me. And I don't have the ability, unfortunately, inside to trust, be so trusting as to be like, okay, this agency is going to give me exactly what I asked for. You know, it's just, I don't know if you guys have that thing. It's like right below your the area in your chest where your heart is, but it's in the center that kind of freaks out, vibrates, or squinches. Maybe it squinches, I guess. Oh, I know there's going to be a problem with this prize. Too good to be true factor. But then I also have this fight and fighter in me that's like, well, that'll be their mistake. So, but then, but then sometimes it it hurts me because going into it, then I'm already in fight mode, or or flight mode, but it usually, unfortunately, sometimes this default is this fight mode. So then I try, so I'm trying to talk, I get, so I set up the point with the agency and they're like, okay, come in this day, you know, we'll talk to you about your prize. And, um, they're like, like, but that part of me is like, okay, should I go in guns a blade? And then it's like, no, calm down, calm down. No one's out to get you. Even if I'm lying to myself, like, calm down, man. Don't, let's not blow this. I'm going to blow the whole story, though, on uh, the setup. But that's what's a series pitching Tim Curry. So whatever, I calm myself down. I'm like, just go in there, meet with them. Hopefully they'll give you your prize. You'll be able to pitch one of their clients, and you'll pitch Tim Curry. And believe me, I'm not like, oh, Tim Curry's just going to I mean, I was like, I think I got some good ideas. I'd like to work with Tim Curry. I know he's doing a lot of animation stuff. Why, you know, I would love to be someone to craft the Tim Curry's next movie project. Okay, so so I think me and Tim Curry's current uh, interests could align and his agency. But I'm not saying I'm this brilliant person and Tim Curry's 100 percent going to go with me. I, I, I'm realistic. Of course, I'm realistic. I can barely tell. Can't can't even keep people awake for these stories. So whatever, I go into the agency. I'm not going to say the name of the agency. Because Tim Curry's probably changed agents um, by the time this podcast is out. Because this story, like I said, may or may not be true. I could be saying, it could be Tim Allen. Well, Tim Allen, but it's not. It's Tim Curry. And maybe this is just, maybe this was during one of my fugue states. (laughs) During one of my episodes, as my mother called it back in the day. Or as, you know, whatever. Why they invented 5150s, they say. Okay. So I go into this agency. Very nice people there. And I had myself in a good mental state of being positive and working with others. 
and being empathetic, I think. I was like, okay, whoever I'm meeting with, they're just trying to do their job. Probably not the thing they're going to be looking forward to on their schedule. Some podcast nut job coming in to pitch them. And they probably just want to get this over with. And they expect me to ask for it. I'd like to speak to Angelina right now and not over the phone. I want to be in a room with her. And I would like to um, sit next to her, you know, kind of stuff like that. I'm okay. So I go in and they they set up this uh, meeting and this secretary and waiting. And I, I, I did make sure I, I tried not to be crazy, but I said, okay, let me reconfirm the time. And I was like, I gave them out. I was like, okay, like, well, I have another meeting at, uh, you know, this time. So let's just meet for an hour, touch base. And so they made, I, they did not make me sit around. They made me sit around for about five minutes. This guy, Brad, comes. or maybe, And he's like, yeah, I'm Brad. Uh, he takes me back to his office. And he's like, okay, yeah, you won this prize they were telling me about. I, I tried to be nice, you know. And uh it, Brad seemed younger than me, but whatever. I was like, okay, this is not Ari Gold I'm dealing with. And he was like, okay, you know, this prize, you're supposed to be able to pitch us. And I said, well, actually, Brad, I'm supposed to be able to pitch one of your clients. Um, okay, well, uh, yeah, well, you could pit, pit, do you have your pitch with you? And I was like, oh, no, no, pitch is like, you know, pitch is vocal. Like, I can't, I can't, give you, I can't, I can't give you a written pitch. That's not part of the prize. I go, yeah, okay. And I was like, I was like, okay. Well, but let, before we get into my pitch, like, tell me more about you, Brad. And the cat told me he's working there a little while. He's a junior agent, and I kind of wanted to know more about like agents, like, and I mean, I know a lot of us see on TV, me included, like, what an agent is, and they work with the stars or like your Ari Gold, or you're like one of the guys that Ari Gold intimidates and fires. And so me and Brad had talked a lot about, he was telling me about what, a lot about being an agent and what's going on with him and how, like what's, what's going on with him and who he's working with and how, you know, how hard, how tough it is. And, and he, he was giving me a lot of info. Again, I'm not the most, I'm not, I wish I was a people person. Brad seemed like a people person or like a, people person in training almost so I expect big things from Brad but then it comes down to like okay well yeah I want to pitch pitch a client I'm, I'm, a, I'm a screenwriter or want to be a screenwriter I got a couple story ideas and I know I'm not expecting like I know how things work I'm not going to be making big money or I just want to pitch Tim Curry on some ideas and uh, you know see where he's at like does he want to stay in animation and he said whoa tim did you say tim curry and i was like yeah tim curry like he's one of your guys clients right he goes, oh yeah he he, he he hold on and he looks it up he goes, yeah yeah and uh he says okay he's like he's not my client but he's like you know i don't i don't really have a whole list of clients like i'm new i'm junior agent I work with this this other agent and he goes he doesn't represent tim but he goes uh you know, I don't know. He's and then Brad started getting nervous. Like I'm like I'm gonna put. I don't want to put you in a bad spot, Brad. But I'm gonna. I need to get this prize. You know. I said, listen. Like I'm. Look at me. 
I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm going to go in there. I was like, just get me get me in with Tim Curry's agent. And I was lying here to Brad. Not lying, but not totally telling the truth. I was trying to make Brad comfortable. I said, no, just get me in with your this Tim Curry's agent, and we'll talk about the pitches. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. And I was like, oh, so Brad, man, maybe you could get some action. If if something happens, maybe you get some action. Maybe this, maybe you become Tim Curry's agent. If thing, if it doesn't go bad, you just blame it on me and uh, and tell him, well, like, I don't know. T- tell him, you, you, yeah, just tell your the other agent that you were afraid. If I had a really good idea that you wouldn't want to pass it up, but you wouldn't tell me. But that words on the street or something, I don't know. Make yourself look like you're being protective of the other agents. And, okay, something like that. Brad's like, okay. And he had a good head on his shoulders. So next thing you know, we're meeting with this agent. Um, We're meeting with Tim Curry's agent. Uh, Another meeting. And, again, I'm like, okay, you know, make sure to tell this guy I need 15 minutes of his time. And you could be there or whatever. And, again, um... You know, this, guy, this guy's name was Lewis, and uh, so, so go into the meeting, and Lewis, uh, go into Lewis's office. Again, nice guy. Like, I don't know where all these, but definitely not as down to earth. A little more like, um, like Brad seemed hungry and young and, you know, trying to figure things out. Lewis... He's a little bit older, I'd say, fifties. Um, like less plays plays it safe. Which Tim Curry? How I don't know how he got Tim Curry, but talk about a, a playing it safe, good move. I mean, Tim Curry is like one of those people you can take to the bank. I told you he's and he's in all these animated shows. Any animated movie they make, I'm sure they're calling. Uh, Lewis and be like, oh, what's Tim's quote? Well, it depends on the role, blah, blah, blah. So going to Lewis's office again, I'm like, listen, you know, man, like, oh, how close, you know, when was the last time you talked to Mr. Curry? Oh, well, you know, we mostly just talk business. And I was like, okay, well, you know, do you know, like, is he happy? And with just doing this animation, does he want to get back on screen? Is he, is there stuff I don't know about going on? Um, I mean, I think I got a couple good projects for, for Mr. Curry and, you know, does he want to do TV? Does he want to do movies? And Lewis did not have the answers to these questions because he's, I mean, he's just a smart guy. He's like what Tim wants. You know, if something comes in for Tim, I check with Tim. And I said with everything, he goes, no, he goes, you know, right now it's just like mostly this animated stuff. He's like, he, his plate's pretty full. And then, you know, I talked to his manager Kind of, I don't, I don't want to get into Tim's private, Mr. Curry's private affairs, but Lewis kind of gave me the rundown of how they make decisions, and it kind of seemed like uh, they weren't making. T- in my opinion, in my opinion, Mr. Curry wasn't as big a part as he should have been. And I said, "Well, I'd like to, you know, when, can we, can we uh, talk to Mr. Curry?" And I'm not asking you to put me in a room; just get him on the phone, and I'll, you know, I can pitch him. I, I. I I, I I won't I won't embarrass you. You could you know just tell him this is a chair you know tell him about the charity. It's a great it was a great charity. I don't want I can't I don't want to out the charity, but 
help helping young filmmakers making films and 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 not just people that are you know with with trust funds like people you know on the margins to make movies so I'm like you can tell Mr. Curry about that and you can tell him you know it's the guys that were, you know whatever just tell him I won this charity auction and you have to do it I'm not gonna embarrass you and he go he, he starts laying at first he at first we kind of go back and forth and I just kept being like you know so I'm like the worst that could happen is Mr. Curry's not interested just again blame it on me blame it on the charity auction tell him you know if if he's really mad I don't know say you know don't I don't know I'm like you'll figure you figure it out Lewis you're a smart guy but I don't think Mr. Curry my impression is Mr. Curry's a pretty mellow dude so it might be wrong because I don't know him and I don't barely know anything about him other than his brilliance but you know that's all I'm going to talk about I'm just going to pitch him a project and he's like okay well here's the ground rules he goes you can't ask any questions he goes uh you know you, I'll talk to Mr. Curry first on the phone then I'll put him on speaker you can pitch one idea and uh that's it and then you know if, if Mr. Curry if you I can't, you know, I can't make any promises, and if you embarrass me, or he goes, hey, I could see, you know, you're telling, you know, uh, you know, I, he goes, I've, you know, I, I also was like, don't let anything bad happen to Brad, you know, that's totally my fault, and, and Lewis was cool about that, he knows, since he was older, and not as, like, uh, aggro as people on TV, he wasn't about to bash Brad. But so he's like, fine, just you know. But he goes, if you if you if something really if you get if you bring some crazy or something, he goes, I'll make sure you not, you you know if you're trying to break in, you'll never break in. If he goes, you know, I got a lot of contacts. I might not be this powerful agent. I might just be kind of getting by at this point. Or he's like, I'm doing well, but you know, I just have these clients, and I just work, service my clients. I'm not looking for new clients. I'm because I'll destroy you. Go, no problem, man. And then he's still like, I don't know. And I said, listen, I, you know, that cuts both ways, bro. You know, I know I looked through all the legalese on this thing. You know, I'll just ruin, you know, embarrass you firm, and then, you know, you'll be embarrassed. So we, you know, mano y mano, we kind of had a little stare down. Actually, I got way more crazier than that, but it's not good to fall asleep to hear about my manic aggressive side or whatever they, I don't know, whatever they called it when I was uh, underneath before, whatever. But so me, me and Lewis got to work. We got to the point where we could work together as long as I don't speak to Tim and ask him any questions and, you know, he's just get to the point. And I said, okay, the other thing that I'm worried about because I'm paranoid is that, you know, if I find out this isn't the real, real Tim Curry, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be hell to pay. Believe me. You know, I'll be bringing the the crazy then, okay? Don't worry, you know, because I, I, I don't want to lose Tim Curry because I pretended, you know, I don't want to get busted for that kind of stuff. So, boom, believe it or not, there was no, like I wasn't ready for this. He goes, hold on, let me uh, let me call up uh, Tim. He goes, we're just uh, finalizing something, and uh, I got to call him anyway. So he calls him up, 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 boom. He, uh, I think, I'm not sure, I, I, you made me leave the room, but I don't know if Tim Curry has a personal assistant or what, if he just answers his phone. 
he calls me back in and he tells me you know, no questions and he says you know I got Tim on the phone I don't do Tim Curry because but it was weird too because he calls me in and uh, it, Tim just said he goes okay Tim I got him in the room and uh, he goes oh, oh said something about the donation and uh, he goes oh so tell me what and so this is what I okay I'll just go straight uh, let, let me pretend I'm there. Maybe I'll back up from the mic or something. Let's see how it sounds. So this is a, re, this is a dramatic recreation. Okay, uh, yeah, Mr. Curry. Um, I, whew, I'm I'm a, it's a you know I'm I'm a honored to be uh, talking to you and pitching you, sir. And uh, you know, normally I, when I work with people, I like to you know hear thoughts on TV versus movies or or where they see things. Uh, and you know what what their artistic drive is, especially you know as seasons change. Like you know, I know we've been involved in a lot of animation, and, and, and so normally I go over a lot of questions. But I realize you're extremely a busy man, and I I don't want to take up too much of your time. So I don't, I don't you don't have to answer any of my questions because uh, I'm not going to ask you any because you know this Mr. Lewis here who's done a great job representing you and. Real, really is in your corner, Mr. Curry. You know, I, I want to get right to the point. But that would normally be my first question is like, what, what's your artistic drive? So if we decide to work together, maybe we could talk about that. But, you know, I, I've been thinking about a lot. You know, I think a lot about a lot of different stuff. I, I don't know. I have this podcast. It's called Sleep With Me Podcast. It's to bore people to sleep. Uh, and then he, he goes, <laughs> and then he was kind of like he knew what a podcast was, and then he was getting wait. He was like, "Whoa, what?" You know, and I was like, "Yeah, it's like this podcast. I tell these stories." And then he was like, "We're talking about the podcast." He thought I was I was joking almost, like, and then it thought it was even funnier that someone would, and, and then he was almost a little sad. He said, or something like that, but he was like a little bit delighted at my. Idiot, whatever. So, okay, recreation. So, I'm like, okay, Mr. Curry. Um, yeah. So, I, I think a lot about stories and what's going to work and what doesn't. And, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of like all this repackaging of old IP or, or stuff that is uh, whatever you call it, where where the trademark. What? I don't. I, and then I kind of choked because I was like, what is that word? Uh. uh you know when the when the copyright or you know old stories uh this is kind of like my podcast with scary i'm sorry yeah he goes oh you're, you're full of, you know says it was so so i got a little nervous but then tim relaxed me with a i go well i've been thinking about this one project old piece of ip that a lot of people are familiar with especially people it appeals to the childlike side it's also this dark, dark story. And, I, and I've just been curious why it's never been developed. And I could see it's tricky. And and, and at fir- your first first blush, it might sound ridiculous. But I think if, if you if you let it sink in, um, it won't be so ridiculous, Mr. Curry. And that's Punch and Judy. Now, at first, we were like, well, Punch and Judy. So I can see Lou, Mr. Lewis's face as your representative looking at me. He's, and he said, I promise not to embarrass him. 
But Punch and Judy, you think, oh, it's just a couple kids' puppet show. But start to think about Punch and Judy and, 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 and what the puppet show is. Punch is this dark, dark character. He's a, he, he, he's a, uh, he, he, he's a drunk at times, depending on the, on the show you're seeing. He can hit his wife. He, he, he kills people. He beats people to death. He uh, he doesn't take good care of his baby. He fights the devil at different times. He fights dragons. Sometimes he's eaten by a dragon or tricked by the devil. He's making people into sausages. All sorts of really, really dark stuff. And you think about its relationship with children and stuff. But I've always wondered, you know, where, what were Punch, what are Punch and Judy doing before the puppet show? And what are Punch and Judy doing after the puppet show? And at this point, I go, hmm. Give me a sound like that. Like, and even Lewis's eyes, I was watching Lewis out of the corner of my eye. A lot of times I was just pitching to an imaginary Tim Curry in the room. Go, hmm, hmm. And I go, yeah, think about it. Like, why why did Judy get with Punch in the first place? This guy's a total nut job. And then what's it like? Who, like, what's it like being Punch and Judy's neighbors? Or what's it like? Wh- well, so there's a lot of ways we could go with this, Mr. Curry. We could go with the origin story of who are Punch and Judy. Or we could do or we could explore just a basic Punch and Judy story or, you know, a Punch and Judy breakup. Or we could get into the life of a, of a busker and a Punch and Judy storyteller. There's a lot of ways the story could go. And I just think it's just just ripe for mining. And, and, and there's a lot of different ways we could go as far as getting other people involved. And the, the the door is open for collaboration, musical collaboration, and 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 just getting your involvement, Mr. Curry. As far as like, either depending on if we we're going to go with a, a combination of puppetry, you just have knowing you're interested. Sort of like, I can I can I can really I can I can write it with you in mind, either as punch, or as a narrator. Or someone loosely involved with the story. If I don't know what appeals to you right now, is it is it is it a sense of like a return to villainy, as like an older, wiser villain, and then seeing this like punch, or a return to hell for for you, like as as Satan dealing with this this crafty punch and and punch trying to outcraft you, or as someone more judgmental trying to intervene between punch and his wife and punch and his child. You know, I, I don't know. Or is this busker like thinking about thinking about you, Mister Curry, like out there performing for children, the puppetry, and, and then what what happens when you go home when you've been? And it, this might sound silly to a lot of people, but but when you when you really start to to sit with it tonight and let the story marinate or ferment with you, or whatever sort of uh, uh, see this is more of the podcast series. <laughs> he does that again. Like, I get a little, but, you know, the story sit it and think about, I don't need to be inside of the mind of punch all day. And then, and then just look at these children, they're laughing at all this stuff and then just dealing with kids and, and performing, but going town to town. Who do you love, Mr. Curry? If you're, if you're traveling punch and Judy, puppeteer, what, what's happened? What's kept you at this age traveling with this, this punch and Judy show and these, these two dolls and his punch 
has some grip on you, some Jekyll and Hyde like grip. I don't, I don't. And they made another, hmm, hmm, huh. And just thinking about it, Mr. Kirk, I mean, I'm a, I, as I said, I'm a huge, I have great respect for your work. There's so much of it. And, uh, and, uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying I, I'm not a, a, a musical, I'm a, I'm a fan of your voice, sir, and of your performances. Um, and musical's not a definite direction, but it is something we could. There's, there's so many ways we could go. I mean, you could go with a. I mean, think about collaborating with like, I'm not, like a, a Tim Burton angle. And then I'm just telling you, I'm not saying you know, you know, ha, ha, something like that. And then he starts. He he says a couple names to himself, but out loud, like a couple people. I can't say their names, but people that have been involved in projects he's been in. And then Lewis is looking at me, and and, and basically, you know, you know, he says something about the podcast. But he said, well, he said something else. Like, I think he got it mixed up with the brilliant movie. I don't know if you guys have seen that great movie, uh, Sleepwalk With Me, which has nothing to do with this podcast, but is great. Um, but he said something about that. And I said, oh, no, sir, I'm fortunate I wasn't involved in that at all. I'm, I'm honest. I'm not going to take any... Uh, so, so, but he's like, okay, you know, he said something about he had to do Tim Curry, cool Tim Curry stuff, you know, spot on about this and punch it. And he's like, I'm gonna, and he made, started making fun of me a little bit, which I took as a good sign. Like, oh, I'm gonna marinate this, my fermenter or something. That's a sleep, you know. And then he goes, okay, Louis, uh, he goes, let's, let's talk about this. Uh, and uh, so that, that was my first meeting with Tim Curry, pitching Tim Curry. And obviously, I'm still doing the podcast. And again, I said this was like before my 5150. So I'm not sure if this really happened or not. But if it did really happen, or if it didn't, this isn't where it stops. There's other, this was just the first meeting with me and Lewis and Mr. Curry on speakerphone. And I mean, questions you could be asking yourself, if you're still listening, is uh, what's wrong with this guy? Fair question. What the hell is wrong with this guy? Another fair question. Who's Tim Curry? Who's punching Judy? Those fair questions, but it's too late now. But what's happening next is what you should be asking. Like, does Tim Curry take this idea? Do, do we bring it to Tim Burton and John August, the two, two collaborators, or just to Tim Burton, we try to get Johnny Depp involved. Uh, who, who, who are we thinking for Judy? Um, what, what do we get? What, what about the guy from? Uh, there's a lot of questions. Or does Tim Curry reject this idea, but like take a shine to me? I mean, probably not. But what if he just takes a neutral stance to me? Okay, a lot of questions that can be answered, and will be, if I do another episode of pitching Tim Curry because I got yeah like I told I said so Lewis meeting ended and uh, Tim hung up and Lewis kind of shrugged and like was like wow and I said well I go thanks and I I tried not to be too demand I said thank you so much Mr. Lewis really um appreciate it I've always had a thing for people named Lewis because of uh Lewis from Revenge of the Nerds you're not a nerd sir but just a thing I have Lewis and there was, I think there was a, there was a guy that looked like Lewis from Revenge of the Nerds that lived by me when I was little. So another 
thing. And uh, but I really appreciate. It. I mean, I know you can't put yourself out on a limb. And I'm gonna send you a thank you note. Just so you know, I'm gonna have a, someone else write it because my handwriting's terrible. But it'll be so it'll be girls writing. But I, it's not. I don't have girls writing. But so. Um, but yeah, thanks, man. And, and uh, if I if, if I if I, I could, can I get you a drink? You might get a coffee. Um, I'm, I, did I did, is that okay? Did I did I cross any lines? And listen, I'm, let's just see what happens, man. Let's see. So that's how we'll leave it tonight. Is like, will Lewis ever contact me? Will I be banned from the premises of this talent agency? Or will I pitch Tim Curry again? We'll find out soon on another episode of Pitching Tim Curry.